Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Each week we will bring you focused, impactful content, sharing one big idea combined with our experience and understanding to help you take action and achieve the results you desire. We rotate content around our foundational principles to help you experience a more abundant life. Desiring more, growing in Christ, managing your mind, and owning your health. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Have you joined me for 100 Days to Change? Throughout these 100 days, I'm sharing how I'm overcoming all the discomfort that comes with change so you can see how it's possible in your life too. I'll share my process and concepts that can be applied anywhere in your life to create positive change that lasts. To join me on this journey and create lasting positive change in your life, request to join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash 100 days to change. And that 100 is uh, the number 100. So let's get started with today's episode, episode number 50, how to change your past. Despite what people say and what you might think, it is possible for you to change your past. And no, I don't know of any fancy time machine that you can use to go back and change the things that happened, but I do know how you can change your thoughts and perspective about it. And doing that will change everything. Many of us are aware of certain things that happened in our past, and we allow those things to define who we are. We focus on our failures and use them as reasons that we can't succeed today. We focus on how badly others treated us and live with a victim mentality by blaming them for our present lives. We focus on certain things we lacked in our past and use that as a reason for our current circumstances. Did you know what you think about your past is simply a story you keep telling yourself over and over again? The problem is very few of us see our past as what it really was. Just a bunch of facts and circumstances like parents divorced, Mom passed away, dad drank, I got fired from my first job, I had to close my business, I had three children, got divorced. These are all things that actually happened in our past that everyone could agree on. But we then assign meaning to them through our thoughts. Meanings like, I've always been treated badly. I've never been good enough. I'm damaged and broken. I can't trust others. I make bad decisions. No one cares about me. I'm a failure. My life is messed up. I'm destined to be a victim. And those meanings end up having a big impact on how we live our lives in the present moment because the stories we tell ourselves about our past normally leave us feeling some form of broken, unworthy, inadequate, empty, victimized, angry, and hurt. We can all agree our pasts are over, correct? 
Here's the truth. They only exist in the present moment through the thoughts that we have about them. So with that understanding, here are the three biggest problems we have with our past. Number one, we don't realize we've created a story about our past through our many thoughts about it. Number two, we don't realize how much our story about our past defines and impacts our current life. And number three, we don't realize we have full control over our story about our past. Let's briefly touch on each one of these. So the first one, we don't realize we've created a story about our past through our many thoughts about it. We spend a lot of time in default thinking, so we repeatedly think the same thoughts over and over again. Through that repetition, our thoughts about our past become our story about our past, and we start to confuse the facts with our stories. We start recognizing our stories as the facts. This causes us to think that our past is fixed, to think our past has created our identity, so we don't have much choice on what we think or do now. We think and say things like, I'm just this type of person. This is how I've always been. This is why I am how I am. This is what happened to me. Our whole identity becomes wrapped around what's happened in our past. But in reality, it's just a thought we're having now. We think the experiences from our past still affect us now, but they don't. All the experience in our past, those are over. The only way our past still exists and can affect us now is from the thoughts that we have about it now in the present moment. The second one, we don't realize how much that story defines and impacts our current life. We underestimate how much this story affects our present moment. What you make your past mean is reflected in your life today. Follow this bouncing ball with me. Our story about our past provides many thoughts in the present moment. So these thoughts are causing us to have feelings and emotions now that are based on our past. Our feelings are what drive our actions and our actions are what create our results in life. So the story we have about our past is actually creating the results in our life today. When we unpack this, we can clearly see why we tend to repeat our past over and over again, even when we tell ourselves that we don't want that to happen. We literally keep living our lives, acting and reacting to that story as though it was true as though those same experiences were happening today. And this makes us believe our past stays with us. This holds us back from loving what our life is now. It's just like a computer program. If we use the same programming over and over, we're going to get the same results. And the results we create in our life are always evidence for our thoughts. Let's think about this for a moment 
and walk through a couple examples. If a thought you have now from your past is that you are always treated badly, then the result you'll end up creating is you'll create you'll be treated badly again. If your thought is I'm a failure, then you'll end up with more results proving that you are a failure. If you're a regular listener of my podcast, we know all of this from God's model for our human life, right? He tells us this through his truths and his word. Our thoughts in the present moment are what will determine the course of our life. The third one is we don't realize we have full control over our story about our past. Since our story about our past is a collection of thoughts we currently hold in our brain, and since God gave us the amazing ability through our prefrontal cortex to look at and choose our thoughts, that means all those thoughts are optional. In our human life, God gives us the privilege and right to use the mental construct of time and think about our past in a way that serves us. We have the right to think about and remember things from our past in the present moment in whatever way we choose to and want to. You get to keep whatever you want about your past and you can drop the rest. And hopefully by now, you can see that we should really want to do just that. Now, some of you might think this seems a little bit delusional. But the truth is, unless you are repeating only the facts that everybody would agree on about your past with absolutely no drama, then your current story is already delusional. And the truth is, that's not the way our human mind works. There's plenty of drama in your current story about your past. As a human, it's our privilege and right to use the mental construct of time and think about our past in a way that serves us. Here's the truth. Our life, our brain, our thoughts are only in the present moment. They are not in our past. They are not in our future. They are only in the here and now. But the thoughts we choose to have about our past will always have a significant impact on our present. To show you this, let's think about an example together that we're all familiar with. The story of Cinderella. You can look at her past and you can come up with two very different stories. You could say she was a beautiful, strong woman who created her own destiny. Or you could say she was a poor girl subject to abuse, neglect, and a bitter sibling rivalry. The perspective and details you choose to focus on can vary greatly. And just by hearing those sentences, you can see how big of an impact that focus has. The same is true about how we tell the story about our childhood and our past. How we tell that story defines who we are today. How we interpret and define that story is 100% optional. So you get to tell the story of your past as a hero, 
victim, strong, capable, determined, bad luck, didn't turn out the way it should, or that something went terribly wrong. Decide how you want to identify yourself today because there's plenty of evidence in your past to tell that story. Today's one thing. Change the story you've been telling of your past. Use your past in a way that serves your present. Change your story from poor me, I'm a victim, or I didn't turn out right, to this is the perfect life that God planned for me to create the amazing person I am today. And because of that, here's the contribution I'm going to make to the world. Here's what God says about our past. He tells us our past is over and we should focus on the new things he is doing in our lives. Listen to this verse from Isaiah. Forget what happened long ago. Don't think about the past. I am creating something new. There it is. Do you see it? I will put roads in the wilderness and streams in the desert. And he tells us he not only washes all our past sins and the condemnation from those sins away, so we're free from their burden. He even says he will remember our sins no more. He tells us once we are saved through Christ, that we are new creations. The Apostle Paul says anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, a new life has begun. Paul also tells us to forget what lies behind and strain forward to what lies ahead in our life. God's truth is he doesn't want us to be held back by our past. So what can you do? The first thing is figure out how to make peace with your past. This can be some of the most important healing work of your life. I get that some of you have had really difficult pasts, way more difficult than mine. But no matter how difficult, God gives us the ability to decide what you use it for. For good, for strength and making a contribution to the world, or to feel victimized now, resentful, defeated, and sorry for yourself. I'm not saying you weren't a victim then, but we don't have to keep identifying as a victim now, now that the abuse is over. You can use those obstacles, those experiences, those challenges as a way of generating strength and confidence for yourself. And how many times have we seen God help people with really difficult, broken pasts just do just that? Many of the greatest stories come from people with the most broken pasts. Changing the story of your past is definitely a major part of this process, but there may be more work you need to do if it's really hard to find any thoughts or a story that serves you today. One place to start is by clearly separating the true facts about your past from all the drama in your story. And usually the more difficult, the more drama we have as that's the, a way that our brain tries to protect us from all of that pain. 
As I mentioned earlier, this is so important because especially if you have a difficult past, this will determine what your future can be. Secondly, change the story you've been telling of your past. Use your past in a way that serves your present. Decide how you want your past to define you. You can use it to hold you back and keep you stuck as you keep repeating it, or you can use it to enjoy your life now, propel you forward, and keep building a better future. Sum up your past in one sentence. How do you want to define it? It made me the strong woman that I am today. Tell your story in a way that helps create a future that is constantly getting better than your past. That's when you can create the life you are meant to live for yourself. That will help you grow, evolve, and become the woman you want to be. Lastly, choose to think everything happens for a reason. With a difficult past, this can be hard to accept, but we can see how God tells us this in his word, right? He tells us we will experience suffering, so we will grow through him. He tells us he will never give us more than we can handle. When you accept that everything is meant to happen in the way that it did, then you can find value in it. Then you can take it and look for the good that actually came from it. When you know it's all meant to be part of your journey, then there's no need to have any shame about it. Most of us spend a lot of time arguing with our past without even realizing it. We believe that it should have been different. This is not an argument that you can win. A much more constructive thought to build from is the past should have been exactly as the past was. Now, what will you make it mean? Here's an exercise you can use to help you with this. Think of one significant thing you want to change from your past. What is the current story about that thing? What are the true facts of the event? What is the story you want to tell yourself about what that event means? What can you find and keep that is powerful and strengthening? What can you let go of? So I'm going to wrap up today with another example of a past story like Cinderella's. This woman was living a life separated from God and not aligned with her core values. She goes through a painful lawsuit that causes her to lose her job, her money, including all her savings, lose many friends, and almost her marriage. But because of this, she found a brand new life through God and a new way to live life fully aligned with her core values and who she wanted to be. Through this, she discovered a deeper, more connected, more intimate relationship with her husband than she ever thought possible. 
Before the lawsuit, she was resigned to living out a life that left her constantly burned out and no longer provided fulfillment. But because of all that, she discovered a brand new life filled with more excitement, love, and connection. She grew into an amazing relationship with her husband. She found God and her eternal salvation, and she found her true purpose in life growing to be her best self and live the abundant life God promises. That, that is the story of my past. A past that I thought was pretty much the end of life as I knew it. That instead became the start of a beautiful new life that I know I wouldn't be living today without what I went through. Next week, join me for another great topic. I love and appreciate all of you. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it and found something of value you can take with you. If you would be so kind to leave us a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss out on any future episodes.